Well, if you're a Big 12 fan, then you obviously know the voice and the face of Tim Brando, Fox Sports. He's joining us now on Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com, your independent Big 12 digital media outlet. I'm Pete Mundo. It's great to have Tim on the show. And before we dive into it with Tim, if you're catching this on the podcast versus the radio show itself, don't forget about a rating and a review that helps us out tremendously. We've got free Heartland College Sports koozies. Just leave us a rating and a review and send me a screenshot of that rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. We'll get the koozie in the mail for you guys. So for those of you on the podcast that don't catch us on the radio in Kansas City, in Oklahoma, in central and western Kansas, in Texas, well, this is a big way to help out this show. So thanks so much for all you guys do. Uh, Tim, thanks so much for being here. And let's start off with this conference as you look at it right now. You called the Oklahoma State game as they beat Iowa State last weekend. Do you look at the Big 12 and say this is Oklahoma State's conference to lose? Or do you think this thing is still wide open? No, I, you know, Pete, I think it's, um, I think it's still open. I mean, we're still early in the season in a lot of respects. And the body of work, uh, while it's uh, it's strong, it's a strong case now for Oklahoma State, in my opinion. You can't come away from that game not impressed with what the Cowboys did, more so defensively, really, than anywhere else. Because you know the Big Twelve, uh, I think, is um, uh, a victim to some extent of uh, a stereotypical narrative about no defense being played, and that's just not true anymore, uh, particularly with. Uh, Oklahoma State, I'd make the same case for Iowa State. I think their defense is, is also uh, formidable. And, and I think uh, Kansas State plays excellent defense as well. And I've seen, um, obviously, all of those teams recently, uh, having seen Kansas State uh, not that long ago either, so against TCU. So, but, but the Cowboys have all of the requisite tools uh, on both sides of the ball to be effective and, and, and really went out. I mean, they have the potential of being able to do that because of the way they're playing defense right now. And you add that to uh, Spencer Sanders staying healthy, who gives them a dual threat for the first time, really. I, I can't remember a time when a quarterback at Oklahoma State was an extra running back to go along with a really good uh, thrower of the football. He, he's an excellent passer, but he's, he's a really good runner. And then when you're trying to defend that, plus L.D. Brown and Chuba Hubbard, who's the, you know, the number, the number one running back um, yardage-wise in the country a year ago, and you've got Tylen Wallace as a really go-to receiver, and some solid tight ends. I, I was really impressed with Jelani Woods. I, I, look, I, this is a team that, in my opinion, deserves to be in the top five in America, and and I've got them there uh, in my rankings this week in the, the top ten that I put out. So. I don't, I don't want to say it's theirs to lose because I do think there are a lot more games to be played. I think they're probably two or three weeks away from being able to make that statement. Uh, and, and let's not forget they have traditionally had real problems with Oklahoma. And I think that the, the ceiling for Oklahoma's success because of the level of talent Lincoln Riley has over time, if they can stay healthy, and I think that's the issue for Oklahoma, the surrounding talent around uh, Rattler staying healthy um, and getting healthy, uh, then then maybe this is still going to be a fun race to watch all the way down to Bedlam. Uh, and 
and through Bedlam on into, you know, potentially a, a college football playoff opportunity. You know, there are a lot of people in my position that have been broadcasting college football for a long time that wrote off the Big 12 the moment uh, Oklahoma lost a second time to Iowa State and the moment Texas lost in, in the Red River shootout. Was, oh, they're done. Big 12's done. Mm-hmm. And that's just a joke. I mean, that's a joke. And no one should be done in a season like this where we have COVID circumstances that are impacting uh, matchups every week. I think we have to keep an open mind and we, we really have to uh, not allow stereotypes of what, what, what we think certain leagues stand for to get in the way of our thinking. Tim Brando, Fox Sports, is on the show. Tim, you know, you hit on something there a couple of times that I know Big, tw- Big 12 fans are frustrated by, and that is the the no-defense narrative. You pointed out what Oklahoma State is doing, what Iowa State, what Kansas State is doing as well, uh, what Baylor did last year. Yet, you know, you see 100 yep. points put up between Alabama and Ole Miss, and people say, well, look how great the offense is. Tim, how, do, how does that narrative start changing in terms of the <laughs> national college football conversation? Well, a national college football conversation is really not a non-existent. Uh, okay, that's 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 the biggest problem. Uh, college football, for all of its popularity on the weekends, gets very little, if any, daily coverage on national mainstream media, particularly electronic mainstream media. Uh, if you turn on the daytime debate shows, are you hearing anything about college sports? I mean, unless there's an issue with COVID, yeah, we, there's more conversation about games being postponed due to COVID than there are about the games actually being played. So, yeah. uh, so unless it's, it, unless it's something surrounding Alabama, Clemson or Ohio state, you're really not hearing much about college football. Uh, the, the, the national media has swept college football under the rug. Uh, and wants to discuss everything NFL, NBA, uh, and social issues surrounding uh, those those sports, as opposed to what's going on in college football. And when college football does come up, it's more it's 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 going to be more about you know what's wrong with it, what's happening that's uh, that's uh, incorrect about it, not about the teams that are actually on the field doing a hell of a job. Um, I, I get I get pushback all the time. Uh, with my top 10 because um, until this past week, I I did not put a a big 10 team in it. Think about this. Big 10 teams have been ranked uh, all season long and they only played a game last week. Think about that. Yeah. No, (laughs) they've only played one week of football, but you know what? The, The mainstream media did that. The associated press chose to rank big 10 teams, even though they did not play. All right, that means the media, and I'm talking major media, complicit with the narrative of college football surrounding the big names, the brand names, and let's let's get this thing ready for the same usual teams to be the chosen few, the pure playoff privileged, as I love to call them. <laughs> uh, and and in, in the Big 12, the, the, the only pure playoff privileged teams in the Big 12 are Oklahoma and Texas. Because of what? Because of their brand. All right. And the brand comes from what? History and tradition, which is the currency of college football in a lot of ways. I get that. But I do agree with Gary Patterson when he says, you know, this is really frustrating that if if those two teams are bad, then the whole conference must be bad. That is a joke. Yeah. And, and it but, but the reason that that exists 
is because the media allows it to exist. So that if we can dumb down the conversation to just the schools that have uh, big names and a lot of history and tradition and maybe more endowments than other schools, then we don't, we don't have to really cover or, or know that much about college football to do our jobs. It, it, it allows for the media to be lazy. Uh, and, and, and no one really says anything about it. I know the AP poll is not a part of the college football playoff, okay? But don't tell me it's not influential. Don't tell me the people on the committee, okay, aren't looking at the AP poll every week. Because I know they are. They are. And um, it makes no sense to me that they could have been ranking teams that were not playing college football for the first seven weeks of the season. Absolutely makes no sense. So that, that's part of the problem that college football has right now. I, I go back to 2014, and I made this statement on the air during the Kansas State TCU game. In 2014, when the, the Big 12 didn't have a championship game and Baylor and TCU tied for the conference title, TCU was ranked number three in the, in the college football playoff and dropped three places to sixth, and Ohio State vaulted into the fourth position. Now, to Urban Meyer's team's credit, they went on to win the national championship. I get all that. But think about it. If the two teams that had been tied uh, for the championship of the Big 12 had been Texas and Oklahoma, not TCU and Baylor. Do you really think Ohio State would have jumped them? No. I don't. No way. I don't. No way. Absolutely no way. So that's what we're dealing with in college football, and, and that still exists, okay? That, that, that is the narrative that, that, that still exists in college football, and I will continue to fight that, and I will continue to point it out as long as I'm doing college football. Hey guys, Pete Mundo here. Before we continue with Tim Brando, we have our partners at mybookie.com who are taking care of you this college football season because let's be honest, you need it. You need the escape on Saturdays, the NFL on Sundays with this crazy year. And they're giving you a 100% sign-up bonus right now with the promo code BIG12, that's BIG12, at mybookie.com. That means you put in 100 bucks, you get 100 to play with. There's no one locking it. You just get $100 to... Place your bets on. I mean, it's great. Uh, college, NFL, whatever you want. Our Big 12 picks, uh, we didn't have a great week last week. Two and three, that's our first losing week of the season. But we're still red hot this year. All right? Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. We're 16 and eight on the season with our picks against the spread. And we're doing it all at mybookie.com. A full slate of games this weekend. Now is the time to get on board at mybookie.com, the promo code Big 12, for a one hundred percent sign up bonus no questions asked thanks so much guys appreciate that and get on those picks and tim i know big 12 fans all over the region are fist pumping away uh when they hear that and it's it's so great to hear it he's tim brando fox sports joining us on the show uh tim on that note when you look around the rest of this conference you know we talk about some of the teams at the top right now the oklahoma state kansas state iowa state ou is there a team that, that we aren't talking about enough that, that should be getting some more respect, especially as we enter the second half, and maybe that team has, has grown from where they started off early in September? Well, I, you know, I think I've mentioned all of those teams. I, I think the two teams, Kansas State and Iowa State, are almost clones of each other, I think. Mm -hmm. um, the, the, the one major difference being uh, Kansas State is doing it with a backup quarterback. You know, with for them to be doing what they're doing without Skylar Thompson, that, that is pretty amazing to me. Mm -hmm. uh, 
they just they win with their system, and their system is outstanding. And I think Lyman has uh, has done a really good job uh, filling in those size 32s of uh, Bill Snyder. Um, but I, I don't think Iowa State necessarily is going to go away either. That's one of the reasons why I'm not willing to say it's Oklahoma State's league to lose right now. If you look back, Iowa State had a couple of missed field goals, a dropped pass by Fuller, or they would have been right there with Oklahoma State. And I was still very impressed with the way the Cowboys played. They they deserve to win. Um, I, I don't know if there's any teams beyond those that have impressed me enough for me to say, uh, gosh, let's let's keep an eye on them. Uh, West Virginia uh, and and Texas Tech are two great examples. I think. Um, you look at the way uh, that game turned out last week, and you know Texas Tech, even with their injuries to Bowman and 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 obviously um, the quarterback situation has changed after four games there, but they've got uh, they've got some personnel that can do damage offensively. You know that. They should have beaten Texas. I think we all know that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, this is a team that looked really bad. Can look really bad one week on the road, and then really good the next. And that's going to be a fun game we have against Oklahoma um, on Saturday night in prime time after the Texas Oklahoma State game. I, I think that the the team that I still believe is dangerous is Oklahoma, because as I said, they've got such great personnel. You, you you have to think that their defense has got to improve to some extent. And you know that the playmakers that they have are truly outstanding. So how much better can Oklahoma get and how much of a problem can they pose for some of these teams that feel like they've taken a step in the right direction? You know, Iowa State's already gotten Oklahoma, so they got them out of the way. That's a scheduling advantage for them. Oklahoma State's still got to clear that hurdle. And, and, uh, Kansas State is is another situation. Think about this weekend coming up and the outcomes of these two games uh, that that matter so much. The the Texas Oklahoma State game is going to impact greatly. I think the potential of the, the the schedule two weeks later when Kansas State plays Oklahoma State and then Texas plays West Virginia. That uh, there there's 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 a lot of, um, I think, competition out there. And the the position of being top dog in the league versus in the middle of the pack is very fragile. You know, it's it's razor thin, I think, uh, because there's so many really talented teams in the conference. The league overall has really improved. Mm-hmm. I think probably two years ago, the conference was, was not nearly as good. Um, Baylor had made its move and people were overlooking it. Now they're in the midst of a coaching change, and I think Aranda's going to do a nice job there. But, look, Matt Rule turned that thing into something special uh, a year ago, and now they're in some transition. West Virginia's in transition uh, with a really good coach. I think the world of Neil. So I think these are teams that can still get in the way of the the kind of success that uh, a team like an Oklahoma State potentially might have. But I think the national narrative, uh, Pete, to be honest, is it's it's Oklahoma State or bust yeah. for the Big 12 as it relates to the college football playoff. I don't think that's what it should be, but I think that's what it is at this stage. Last thing for Tim Brando of Fox Sports. Tim, you know, it's a weird year, as you've noted. We've got the Masters coming up in a couple of weeks. What does Tim Brando <laughs> do if he's got to call a game on the Saturday of the Masters? That's moving day, Tim. Well, <laughs> Have DR will travel. <laughs> DVR, 
the DVR will be in overdrive. I can tell you that. Um, yeah, it's a little bit like uh, suddenly, suddenly the Masters feels like the Ryder Cup, doesn't it? Yes. It's like wow, this is strange. <laughs> this is so very strange. But make no doubt, uh, it's college football first with a uh, you know a dangling left eye, maybe keeping up with what's going on on Moving Day uh, at Augusta National. Uh, I'll. I'll this year is like no other. None of us have uh, experienced that. But I will say, I'm just glad we've got what we've got. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's precious. Uh, never have I felt more privileged to get to do what I do. It's different. And it's not as, um, you know, it's not as much fun when you get to the sites because you don't have the, the tailgating and you don't have the, the normal hustle and bustle uh, on campuses that you would when the, when the joints are packed. But I do feel like, um, man, man, we're performing a uh, the, the teams are performing, and because they are, we have the privilege of being there to cover it. And uh, I know for the people at home, uh, and especially in the flyover states, which the Big Twelve represents, and to some extent, so does the SEC. It just means the world to them to have something to watch on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to, we've we've. It's not it's not the same, and we hope that it will get back to what we're accustomed to it being in 2021. But, man, oh, man, how bad would it be if we didn't have it right now? Oh. How, how awful would it be if we didn't have college football right now? And we, I think we have to thank the players uh, and the administrators and, and the people that have been jumping through hoops uh, to navigate through uh, COVID-19 to give us what we've gotten to this point because – Without it, we would really be frustrated and in a lot of ways lost. So I'm thankful uh, for the privilege of getting to do what I do. He's Tim Brando. Love him every Saturday on the Big 12. Tim, it's great to have you here. Thanks so much for joining us. Would love to do it again soon. Anytime. My pleasure. All the best. Love having on Tim Brando. I'm Pete Mundo, Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com, your independent Big 12 digital media outlet. And what a treat to have Tim Brando on. Can't wait for his broadcast each and every Saturday. All right, guys, uh, great to have you on board as well. Don't forget about that rating and review. Leave it, and we'll send you a free Heartland College Sports koozie when you leave a rating and review and send me a screenshot of that rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. Thanks so much, you guys. Have a great rest of the week. Don't forget about, uh, of course, mybookie.com. Use that promo code BIG12, BIG12, for a 100% sign-up bonus. They are absolutely outstanding. We'll have our picks later in the week. Mybookie.com, promo code BIG12 for a 100% sign-up bonus.